0: Hey everyone, I'm Scott Cunningham and I'm here with Bill Ottman, the CEO and one of the founders of Minds.com. Uh, Bill, please introduce yourself.
1: Thanks for having me, Scott. Yep. Uh, co-founder of Minds here. Find me at Minds.com slash and uh, yeah.
0: Awesome. So we've got some questions today and we're going to go through um, a few of the fun questions and a few harder questions about minds you know actually um, several of the questions that I had for you that were a bit more of the challenging questions I actually had answered um, today so I only have a few questions that are a little bit on the more challenging side that I'd like to cover just that I've sort of seen over the past couple of weeks or so Um, one of them is is there a max amount of posts that a user can have trending on say blogs or just in general
1: One per owner per five minute update is what Mark and Jack responded to me. So, you know, and this isn't for any reason other than the obvious that some people post like hundreds of things within a very short period of time and, you know, can quickly uh, game it. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I just wanted to, um, I guess just some of this information that I was curious about isn't um, really easy to find. So I just wanted to sort of dive through some of these. Um, Is there a max amount of time that a post can trend for? No. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, And then another thing that I noticed was that a lot of my posts that did end up trending they would trend around 4 days or so after i posted them so i was curious if there was like a a review period or there was some sort of like waiting period between when your post could actually become like on the tr- become trending or whether there was you know something something built into the algorithm
1: the blogs are measured based on the past 36 hours of unique votes Minus votes okay. and it updates every fifteen minutes
0: okay, but uh, i I guess my question is, is there like a like a waiting period or like a grace period from when you actually make the post, or does it just start right away after you publish it?
1: It starts right away
0: okay from, okay. from what i from
1: from the information that I have, and um, you know, just so everyone knows, all of our algorithms are public. On GitLab, if you go to GitLab.com/mines, I'm not saying that it's super easy to read the source code, but
0: yeah, I just—I tried a little. <laughs> it wasn't super easy, but I mean, like, I used to uh, be a little bit more into uh, programming because I did that in university, but I'm—I'm um, I'm definitely a little rusty as well. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. Do you do you, do you go through it much and uh, and and look through the comments uh, like that they make in? And sort of review the code yourself or how savvy are you with that i mean
1: i'm hanging out on gitlab all the time just tracking progress and you know i to be honest i'm not a developer so i, I can't i can't claim that title but I, I i need to i need to go to some kind of a boot camp or something but you know look it's not in our interest to uh have any like sketchy algorithms. I mean, that, that's exactly what we're fighting against. Now we do, mm-hmm. I think where, where things get tricky is, you know, this edge where people who are using the platform really aggressively conflict with some of like the rate limits for spam. Mm-hmm. And we maybe, you know, I'm totally open to kind of tweaking those numbers based on what we find makes the most sense. And so, you know, even on, you know, these answers that I've given, like we're, we're definitely open to change. And, and we're actually rolling out a whole new feed system in like two weeks, which allows you to filter any feed based on any content type for any amount of time, um, based on purely on votes. Um, or based on latest, so new content, and part of what one one of the issues that we've we've been battling with is,
0: um,
1: well, actually, you know what? I'll I'll let you I'll let you finish up, and then we can we can go into freeform.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean that was the majority of the more challenging questions. I sort of got a lot of the other answers that I was curious about for ranking just by looking through the uh, help and support today. I saw Jack was doing a ton of a ton of work going through a lot of that. I guess I guess the real issue is that a lot of people were unaware of the ranking system. And then when people became aware, there was kind of like an outburst of like, "Whoa, we didn't know about this. And, you know, what's going on with this? And uh, yeah, I guess it it was always in the code, but I guess people just don't have that, you know, uh, they're not able to read the code very well or they just weren't really aware of it before. So I guess there's just kind of like a little bit of an outburst now that everyone's sort of finding out. But, um, you know, I I don't
1: think the the only thing that seems to be contentious is that, you know, if you're voting behavior is extreme then that is going to affect the rank um but literally that's only so that people can't game the system it's not like trying to to target uh people who are who are voting a lot i mean so it it, but it's a struggle actually the new system doesn't have that um but we might have to bring it in so so with the new system that we roll out in a couple weeks it's, it's not going to be impacted by, you know, if you're voting all the time, but like you, you realize there are people who vote thousands and thousands of times a day oh, and they yeah, yeah, having- yeah.
0: That's, that's definitely a problem for sure. And yeah. um, I guess the real issue was, well, like that I saw from many people was that they were concerned that like, maybe they should just not vote at all because that would help their chances to be ranked higher. And, no. and that's kind of, that was kind of the main issue that I saw.
1: Let me did, did were you able to find out what the actual threshold is?
0: Yeah, yeah. I um, I mean, I don't have it right here, but i I shared it on a blog earlier um about the ranking system. and I think it was here I can actually pull it up here. but uh, yeah, i uh, I shared that because I knew people were were hungry for that information as to like what what it would actually be. Um, but I guess I guess the issue is that. If you're getting a lot of votes and you start to hand out a lot of votes, then it'll sort of counteract the amount of amount of ranking that you gained from getting all those votes. So people are kind of becoming more, I don't know, reserved, I guess, with their... Let's bring up the
1: number. If you, I, I don't have it in front of me, but if, if you have it, I, I should know that off the top of
0: my head. Um, so I have channels are ranked by calculating the votes received plus two against the interactions made uh, minus 1.5 over a 12-hour period for channels, at least. Okay. So what does that say to you? I mean, that says to me that if I was receiving a lot of votes, I'd be going up plus two, plus two, plus two. But if I was you know, sending out votes, then I would be going, you know, negative 1.5, negative 1.5. So then in the end, if I gave out the same amount of votes that I received, I would be 0.5 over, uh, for each, I guess at the end of all that does that make sense? Is that, is that
1: it does? So, so I think that, you know, I would actually say that I, this is why we're changing the system. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't actually think that that is the best way for things to work. And I think that we probably implemented that because we were being overrun by spam, and it doesn't seem to be having too much of a negative impact. I think that it's only really negatively impacting people who are who are voting to like an extreme degree. But I think mm-hmm. we have to be sensitive to people who are who are voting a lot. Um, but. I mean, you really have to think about what the intentions are of people who are voting like more than like a hundred times a day. I mean, that's a lot.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I guess for me, it's like anytime someone would comment on my post, I would probably upvote their comment. And now I now I just feel more reserved as to whether or not I should upvote someone's comment on my post um, just because... You know, if it if it negatively impacts my ranking, then you know I feel like I have to be more reserved. But I want to still have that interaction with the with my you know commentators. I completely agree. I completely yeah, agree. I, don't, I, I don't, Sorry, yeah, yeah. Finish what you're saying.
1: No, just I yeah. I don't think that that is a long term sustainable uh, implementation that makes sense. So that's that's why we're changing it. And you know, I'll be curious for people listening what they think um a healthy threshold is mm. maybe what there should be, or what 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 sort of what sort of punishment for you know abuse abusing the voting system should be in place
0: mm. yeah because i guess yeah. um For me, it would make sense that I could interact within my own comment section, you know, as I please. But if I was going to go to someone else's, you know, post and I was going to like a bunch of their stuff in hopes that they would then like me back or whatever it might be. um, Yeah. Then that, then I guess it's different, but I feel like you should kind of have free reign over your own comment section. Um, Agreed. Yeah. But I mean, it's good that you can comment freely and there's no, there's no issue there. I think I think that's key. As long as you can still have that actual discussion, um, and I guess speaking uh, like speaking to that, what do you think about what's happening with YouTube and the censorship of all the comments that's been happening over the past like week week or two?
1: That's unbelievable. I mean, it's forcing people to just shut down their comment section because they don't want to get demonetized. Yeah, um, yeah. It's sort of a whole m- misperception of advertising. I think. You know, it seems that there would be a small percentage of advertisers who would expect that a creator is, you know, so so responsible for what other people say on their content. I mean, it's it's just uh, leveling up the the level of of demonetization, how severe things are. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty shocked by it. We really are figure, trying to figure out a way to allow creators to monetize videos and, like, potentially run boosts on their channels. So, like, you could run so you could run boosts before your videos, or you could run boosts like on your page or on your blogs and earn okay. for for that. Which is, you know, essentially what YouTube's model is. Um, the I've been trying to make that happen for for years, but it's, it's, it's pretty tricky. So, you know, I I definitely have a goal in 2019 of, you know, a huge boost upgrade, which includes, uh, you know, consensual targeting. So if people want to receive certain types of boosts, they can receive those. That's going to make the results better because Mm -hmm. you're going to be receiving boosts relevant to you. Mm -hmm. Um, it's gonna be better for both sides of the equation. And then additionally, expanding the boost network so that channels can earn for for running them.
0: Okay, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, I guess one question I had about boost is, do you guys plan on changing up the way that offers are done? Because I feel like um, there's definitely opportunity and potential there, but not really many people are taking advantage of offers. Completely. I,
1: I think I think offers need to become so much more prevalent. It's like buried right now. Probably most people listening to this don't even know what offers are. Offers are basically, I could send Scott an offer of, you know, 10 tokens to share my post. He'll get a little notification. He can accept or reject it. If he accepts it, it gets shared to his page. Um, and that is true peer-to-peer advertising. You know, it's not like going through us to get your content shown to everybody's newsfeed. It's just, you know, you're picking the audience that you want to advertise with and it's direct between users. That's, you know, in the whole influencer economy, like right now you have people basically paying each other, like on Instagram and shit, they'll pay each other, you know, off network through PayPal for a promoted post on their page. And there's this whole economy that exists. So automating that is huge. Um, there's uh, other things we want to do with Boost, like just cleaning things up, making you know analytics so that you can track clicks, so that you oh, can yeah, yeah. Track, so you can just understand the results a little bit better, mm-hmm. um, and you know unique Boost views as opposed to just impressions. Like some of the impressions can get repeated. Now it's not like a fully unique user. So okay. these kinds of things are just, you know, we haven't been able to get to yet. But Boost is, I think it's the one of the more powerful things we have going and it's really helping people get their content seen the most. So I, I want to definitely amplify efforts there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's awesome because, um, yeah, I, I, I think there's so much potential to offers, but just the fact that no one's really using them, I can't really, you know, take full advantage of it. And I think that um it would be, Crucial when you've got a massive network and then you've got brands and they can just make direct offers and same with influencers And then you guys can facilitate it. So there's no issue with the exchange And I think that'd be just amazing as well as the fact that you guys are coming out with analytics I think will be huge and be a real big selling point for getting Larger people on the platform so that they can actually like track everything they're doing um, Yeah, I'd be, curious,
1: I'd be curious where you think
0: offers should go that would be more
1: obvious so we can follow up with that
0: yeah I mean one one quick thing that I always thought for offers was um if you were to reject someone's offer maybe it was only because it wasn't enough or there was some small thing that needed to change in more me. of a
1: negotiation
0: yeah like you could counter offer or whatever Ooh, it might be
1: I like that that's really good yeah. I com- also people have asked to do uh, set, like a minimum that you would accept so mm-hmm. that, you know, you just, you know, you're not, you're just not going to accept one token for a yeah. share.
0: Yeah. So, I think that would be really good. Cause I would filter through a lot mm-hmm. of the posts if it started to get like really popular and everyone was using it so that you yeah. wouldn't have to, ha- you wouldn't have a crazy filter of posts to go through.
1: We yeah. used to have, we're, we're going to be bringing in multi-currency support to boost and wire realistically as well. So for multiple crypto tokens and, you know, maybe even potentially fiat again, we used to have the ability to do an offer for fiat and you could actually, it could cross post to Facebook and Twitter as well. Oh. So, but now we're, you know, fully purged from, from Facebook. So we stripped them out of our
0: <laughs> Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so I guess for some of the, some of the more interesting questions, um, so where, where do you, where, where's the next big thing, or, or I guess, what is the next big thing for mines? We did talk about a lot of big things already. Um, but is there any other like secret or interesting things that you might want to share or like tease a little bit?
1: Let's see. Um, I mean, I would encourage people to like check out our roadmap on GitLab. If you go to gitlab.com/minds, uh, you can you can access a roadmap. Um, and we're about to roll out like a new suggested channels feature. So in the top right of your news feed, it'll show you more people who are relevant to subscribe. Too, and it will based on who they're following and you know sort of this web of, of interrelations and so that'll mm-hmm. actually help all of us get more followers because right now the sidebar of the newsfeed is just boosts mm-hmm. which is fine, but you know what we really need is is for people to be subscribing to more people who are relevant to them and that's just gonna make it stickier for everyone um, yeah for sure I'm, I'm,
0: uh, I'm oh, sorry nope I was just gonna say I've actually uh, seen that because I'm subscribed to the Canary updates. Which, in case anyone doesn't know what that is, it's just like you get the early updates for mines and the experimental things they're working on. And I saw the uh, suggested feeds, just the or sorry, the suggested channels, just the other day, and I thought that was really cool.
1: Yep, that should get rolled out in the next week or two. Same with the help desk. And there's a new thing in the help desk, which actually is like a bug report form, which feeds directly to GitLab. Because the the help and support group is sort of, we want it to be more for like issues with figuring out how the site works as opposed to like bug reports. Um, I think it'll just be more productive that way. You know, obviously we just rolled out the new conversations feature, the sub comments feature, Mm -hmm. uh, which is important. We want to find a way to, to, to display sub comments by default without having to click. It's just a little bit database heavy, but I think that'll be important. We're working really hard on notifications right now to make push notifications and regular notifications be more accurate, so they're taking you to the exact sub comment. Right now, they're not taking you to the sub comment. They're just—it's—it's it's very difficult engineering, um, but we're about to have that fixed. So, and that—that's really important. Like people don't have time to go digging through figure out where the notification was coming from it has to take to the exact spot mm. but that is a uh, is definitely pretty tricky co- code um, let's see we obviously rolled out gatherings the video chat feature in groups we're gonna be bringing that to channels eventually um, and channels are gonna start displaying in your sidebar as well with groups frequented and recently updated channels oh, Okay. And- it's really important for a channel to have their own uh, conversations and gatherings, video chat, it's just easier. Not everybody wants to set up a group to do it. So if a channel can just pop into a room and you can go chat with them and you see the little pulsation when they're when they're in there, I think that'll make things much more interactive. So that's gonna be coming. Um, at, e- at Ethereum Denver, we were working on Nomad, which is our fully decentralized app um leveraging dat protocol for like basically no central servers and it's a social network but just with no central authority sort of a torrent style network but we ran into some barriers and it's be it's becoming a little bit bigger of a project than we thought but we're going to keep hacking away at at that i'm I'm really focused on getting some proof of concept it's going to be a mobile app And we're going to try to lace it in with minds.com so that you can kind of go, go decentralized if you want for certain, for certain posts. That's going to take a little bit more time though. Um, We're probably going to be incentivizing on-chain behavior more. Um, So we're thinking of maybe giving... More views for going on chain, potentially some level of uh, faster serving of the boosts, maybe some sort of like pulsation out of the on-chain boost when you see that in your news feed. Just okay. more more perks for for behaving on chain to make it worth it, because the gas fees make it sort of not worth it right now. Mm-hmm. And but it should be worth it, and I think that we can make it worth it. So we're working on that. We're also working on making it easier to get tokens and get Ethereum so that just be able to immediately get Ethereum so you can immediately buy tokens. Um, We're working on new rewards, better rewards so that you're earning uh, more for referrals so that you're earning for, Oh, this is a huge thing. Um, We're about to roll out like a community moderation experiment
0: where yeah i saw something about that yeah
1: yeah so basically you know we want to engineer this out of our own hands i mean to be honest the worst part of the job is all these issues that people have with like oh this you know that shouldn't be explicit or like you know the different filters that we have Mm -hmm. i don't even like the system i don't think that it it's not really effective um So the first level of what we're going to be rolling out is basically if someone appeals a decision that we made um, to like, I don't know, take down a piece of content or something that's like quote unquote illegal or, you know, something like that, it will go to a jury of users to vote and decide if it should be appealed and, or if it should come back on. And we're also going to do that for, you know, channels that get, get taken down. I mean, this isn't happening much like obviously our content policy and our policies are a thousand times more open than Facebook and Twitter. Oh yeah. We want, we don't want to be the ones necessarily making those, the decision. We just want our policy to work. And it's honestly better if like, you know, if 12 people are voting on, you know, should this be marked explicit or you know, should this user be, you know, banned or blah, blah, blah. It's just like, as long as we can make it so that mobs can not take over that system and get what they want. Like, we need to have checks and balances with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited about that. Um because it makes our jobs easier. It gives more accountability to the community. It makes people not point fingers at us as much if we, if we make a mistake. And I think you should be able to continually appeal things. We're, we're starting with just one layer of appealing, but we're, we're probably going to be expanding the system into all different kinds of uh, aspects of our, of our moderation and our administration in general. And we're, and we're also going to uh, reward for participating in it. So if you're successfully reporting things, then you should be rewarded these types of things. Now, you know, we obviously, we don't want to, rep, you know, encourage like, um, like the YouTube Heroes program was a disaster. Um, yeah. So this is not that. This is just leveraging the community to make it more fair and, and hold us accountable and, and whatnot.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it makes sense that, people should be somewhat incentivized and motivated to, you know, report things or, or appeal or whatever, because if they don't have that incentive, then they might have, you know, some more malicious incentive instead. Um, like, like we said, like mob rule or whatever it might be. Um, so, I mean, I, I think incentivizing it makes sense. And, um, yeah, I saw Jack talking about that. I think it was in the help and support. And I thought it was really interesting. And one thing that I was just, you know, like, One thing that I noted um, in the comments was that, you know, we just need to make sure that there is no way for mob control to be an issue and like you've already pointed out. And um, yeah, I think that'd be a really, really great way to go about it and, you know, adding the community more and more to the the, the decisions and everything that's going on, the administration moderation. I think that's really great. And you guys are definitely setting a great example for for other platforms.
1: The other thing I should mention is that I'm excited, we're about to ditch open mode, which, you know, and we're gonna actually break down explicit and spam reports into subcategories so that basically people can control what they're seeing more but right now we have three layers. There's like the normal mode, then there's open mode if you wanna see like more kind of controversial stuff and then there's explicit mode beyond that. Mm. But the problem, there, there's just all kinds of problems with that and we just need to simplify it and make explicit more uh, specific and, and granular. And, you know, this is, it's a sensitive subject because I, I completely understand that, you know, if things get marked explicit, that that shouldn't be like that sucks. But I think people should also recognize that like, look, we're not taking it down.
0: So... <laughs> You know, I think that yeah. I mean, compared to compared to everything else, you guys are still just way way beyond every. every that's
1: the thing. World. It's like you can you can never win. So, mm-hmm. you know, if it's like a half of a butt cheek or something like, and it gets marked explicit, or if it's like a butt and it gets marked marked explicit, like you'll have people complaining about that. But then it's like you you can never win because people it it it's limiting their ability for everyone to see it. But it's like, look, I mean, if if kids or teenagers are on the app, I mean, what do you want us to say? Like if, if something is, is explicit, it is, it's it's explicit. And I think that there's better ways that we can be handling it. We want to house as much content as possible in in a way that also allows us not to alienate normal people.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and I told someone today, like, realistically it should just be the rule of thumb that if it's probably not safe for work it's probably explicit and um because they complained about you know something regarding explicit i can't remember what it was but essentially i said you know if someone's at work and they see half a butt cheek like that is weight way- that's too much it- and mm-hmm. if it's not showing up as explicit they're probably just going to block that person because they don't want to accidentally run into that again. But if that's happening all the time, then they probably just won't use the app and we'd rather have more people using the app than not.
1: Yeah. I think we're actually going to rebrand explicit to NSFW too, because I I think NSFW is a little bit more understood.
0: Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Cause yeah, maybe just the word explicit is just like a, a trigger word or something like that.
1: It is kind of yeah because it, it's almost has more of a negative connotation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
1: But not yeah. safe also does, but at the same time, I think people are more reasonable. Like with not, with NSFW, like the definition is within the phrase.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not safe for work. Yeah,
1: you don't want that on your screen when people are walking by. Explicit's like it, it's it's more vague.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah and i mean and no and not safe for work should be a good rule of thumb because you know that's just how social platforms are going to be used they're always going to be used at work and you know we want to obviously capture people who are at work as well because we want everyone on the app so i mean it just it just makes sense for sure yeah um before you mentioned push notifications I don't know if you meant it in the same sense of like Instagram push notifications, but I'm curious if that is something that you're thinking of in the future where like you could subscribe to getting notifications when someone posts.
1: Mm. You mean like the ex- the little bell ticker next to yeah. somebody? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think that that's a totally reasonable thing to offer. Um Yeah, we're working on more notifications Better controls over them. Yes. Answer.
0: Awesome. Awesome. You guys got a lot going on, to say the least. Um, I have a few more questions. I don't know how much more time you have, though. Yeah. Um, let's do it. All right. Awesome. Um, okay. So I have one kind of interesting question about mines tokens. Given the reward caps at nine hundred million, and I have no idea how close or far away you are you are to that. Um, what happens after everything is distributed? Will the tokens that are then spent back on boosting be, you know, re-put back into the reward pool or, or how would that end up working?
1: Yes. Yeah. I think that we would continually break it down for the 90% for rewards, 10% for sale. And like, yeah, we're getting a lot of tokens back for for boosting and plus and whatnot. So I think we need to do a better job, we just hired a data scientist, which is really exciting to help with our analytics. And so I think we're going to be trying to display better network analytics for like the token system and just for general network activity. So on, on that sort of community-wide analytics level, but also on the user level so that each user can understand their, their own analytics for how, how they're doing, that, that's really important.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to see that because um I've actually been manually going through and collecting all my analytics and it has been a struggle, let me tell you. Um, what, what are you what are you finding? Um yeah, I mean I've I've I, I use the um I use like the the analytics that I've gotten to show people how much better it is to use mine's over, you know, half of the other platforms that I use because I say, you know, I'm growing so much faster on this platform. I get way more engagements. Um, one thing that I always point out is that boosting isn't, it's its very fair because, you know, if a big brand were to come on and to boost their post, they're not necessarily going to get prioritization over your boost. So they can't just outbid you to oblivion and then you just don't like, and then they'll just take over the ads. Um, I think that was a really, really key thing for me that I thought, you know, made it way more, fair and just more distributed more decentralized
1: yeah i'm wondering if there's any sort of prioritization that you could see being fair because we used to have priority boost but then we took it out because they people were just overloading the priority but what if it was like in order to if you did an on-chain boost you get like say like double the views or something and you get like priority say one every five boosts is a priority or something Would that do you think that that is too invasive
0: i mean i don't think so because people could still take their off chain tokens and then put them on chain and then just use them like that and i mean if there's an insane amount of benefits then the tiny tiny gas fee is negligible you know
1: right yeah, we really want to get on-chain activity up. It just, you know, you don't want to just use on-chain for the sake of it. We're also considering potentially, you know, Mark is, Mark and Jack are probably like, oh god, Bill's just going to talk about everything we want to do, and <laughs> it's um, we're, we're considering maybe publishing, seeing if there's a way we can publish some little uh, amount of content to the blockchain. So if it like an amount of text. Or something. I'm not exactly sure what's possible, but it seems like that's a very pragmatic thing to do. It's more like "quote unquote" uncensorable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be curious any feedback you have of, of other platforms that actually publish on on chain, specifically with Ethereum. If you've seen anything out there,
0: uh, you know, no, I haven't. Most most are just integrated using the like similar to yours, like. I don't know if you know about Sola, but they're very similar to the way that you guys do boosts. In that, that's the only real, or so far, that's the main integration that they have. But um, I guess Steam is kind of the the go-to example that I would have for you know posts existing on the blockchain. But right. uh, I think it'd be really amazing to see you guys, you know, making that charge for getting your posts on the blockchain and you know being able to show people that you actually are doing you know, putting a lot of effort into integrating more and more with the blockchain. And I see that you're doing that and you're trying to decentralize with, uh, project nomad as well. So you guys are definitely putting a lot of effort into that. And, uh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. Um, so is there any big, uh, influencers or celebrities or anyone coming on to mind soon that like that you've talked to or know of, or that you can share, I guess.
1: Uh, I'm trying to get Joe active more. Um, He's actually live with Tim pool and Dorsey right now. I don't know if you saw that. that Yeah. yeah,
0: Definitely checked it out though.
1: They're doing Rogan versus Dorsey round two. I don't know if it's versus, but he brought brought Tim on to really help with the evidence for the bias, but I'm, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, that's what I'm I'm focused on a lot, but we also just have to make make it speak for itself. Like dragging people on is is one way to do it, and you know I think you have to put a certain amount of, of energy into that and just trying to push it. But at the same time, I think we want to build to a degree that it just has a certain gravity
0: mm-hmm. that it's that it's like obvious that they should it's be obvious.
1: Yeah. yeah, selling and pitching is almost the opposite of what you want to be doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you have to do that, then you're almost doing something wrong. It's, it's, it's missing that just natural nerve. So, but I, you, you do need to kind of supercharge things. So it's a little bit of both, but I, I think we're just heads down working on making the products better. The, there's a big UX upgrade coming with this new feeds rollout. And I think that's going to make a big difference. And we're also working on like, caching on mobile so that the the loading is in like offline mode one of the issues with mobile is that it feels a little bit slower than it would if everything was cached so
0: okay
1: the 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 feel of it being super super quick is is going to improve very rapidly once we get our caching game on so that's coming as well
0: Awesome. Wow. You guys, you guys are working hard. I I can't imagine how much, uh, how much work you guys are doing on the daily. Uh, one of my questions was just, you know, how busy are you guys? Is it all about minds? You know, like what is your general day look like?
1: It's nonstop, man. (laughs) You just, there comes a point where you have to, you just have to put it away and, and, and walk away. And yeah, bury your phone in the backyard because <laughs> it's always going. And we have people working all over the world. You know, we have people in UK, Argentina, uh out in Colorado, here on the East Coast. So, you know, we have all different hours. You're getting notifications all the time about stuff's going on. You gotta put out a fire here, like, oh shit, push notifications are down, or you know, something else is going. Some, you know, the Elasticsearch cluster went down. Cassandra, you know, all the monitoring so it's, um, it's a lot, but you just have to try to stay balanced. And I don't know, it's, it, you know, how it is, man, you're on social media all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, not like you. I mean, I, I, um, I, I, I don't think I, uh, I don't think I put in as much work as you do. I, I could say that probably, uh, probably pretty confidently, <laughs> um, I think that covers the majority of what we were talking about or what we had set up. I, I was gonna say, did you wanna talk or I guess no, we already we already covered Canary. Um I guess how has Minds evolved or how do you how, how do you feel that Minds has evolved from the beginning or in, in in the best way that you could summarize?
1: I mean the thing I'm most stoked about this year so far is putting all of our dev on a GitLab. So we used to use like Asana for our project management, which is just a proprietary, I mean, it's kind of nice code, but it's proprietary, so we can't even see the code. I mean, the app is smooth, but we ditched it because, you know, screw that. And now our whole roadmap, our project management is all done out in the open on GitLab. We put our policies on to GitLab as well, so people can comment and like even fork it and recommend changes to the policy. I definitely recommend people who care deeply about what we're doing, get on GitLab. That's the best way to engage us, and if you have an issue with something, fork it, recommend a change, and then you can request it to be pulled back in. That's what Git is. It's, it's like a tree, so you have a master branch, and then you can create a fork, and then make a change, and then request it get merged back into the master. And it's just a versioning system, with like, you know, you have a news feed of everything that you're subscribed to and all the activity and sort of like social coding, but it's also for text, like you can collaboratively edit documents through Git. And I think that's just a huge leap for us in terms of our transparency. And, you know, I know people, you know, we're, we're also going to do the change log. I know a lot of people are are asking for that to have more clear regular updates on you know all the iterations and in, in layman's terms we you know sometimes we'll point people to like the the recently pushed code on on git and they don't like that but it's just <laughs> a matter of time to be honest we're just trying to deliver the features mm-hmm. oh by the way i have one percent uh, battery so my phone is about to die just in oh, case fair enough. yeah I'm awesome dude but let, let, let's keep doing it and thank thanks for being such a rock star on mine's
0: Oh yeah, and thanks for thanks for having this uh, this uh, meeting because I, I know it was my bad I missed the last one so uh, I really appreciate you being on here. Thanks, dude. Yeah, um, so I guess one last question before you maybe cut out. Um, actually, no, I think I think I've covered everything that I have here. So yeah, I guess I guess we're I guess we're good. So I'll let you. Uh,
1: Any other hard ones? Any other contentious issues? The trials, going to be uh, like,
0: actually, I, I guess I guess one I guess one could be like do you do you have or do you plan to more specifically lay out how something could be classified as explicit or not safe for work I know we did sort of cover this but um I know that is kind of a contentious issue yeah people- so
1: we're gonna have subsets of NSFW slash explicit which is like sexual imagery um you know, language, um, you know, racism, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, you know, probably even those subcategories are gonna be, <laughs> are gonna be debated, but trying to align it with the actual terms as much as possible. And so that it should just be obvious. I think the the list of options that we have when you report something right now are not optimized. They should be much more specific for each one, and there should be a custom. Actually, we might have put in a custom field for for stuff that doesn't line up with the categories that we have. But yeah, just just aligning it with with the terms, and then if you have an issue with the terms, go to GitLab and make a comment and let us know.
0: Oh, awesome! Because awesome. Part of,
1: so- part of the issue I'm noticing on on this. Uh, interview between Dorsey and Rogan and Tim and the Twitter content person is that they're debating all of these bands but they're not really debating, I mean they are sort sort of debating the policy like with the mis- misgendering and mm. Tim is trying to say that that's a, a political term Yeah. Some people agree with that and some people don't. Some people don't think that they're being offensive by calling someone a biological word and other people think that it is and so it's this it's this whole issue. But but Twitter's not offering a, any real way for people to comment on their terms which is going to be uh, actually looked at by them and the rest of the community. So. Um, you know we've worked hard on the terms but they're definitely not perfect and we're updating them you know somewhat frequently so let us know
0: awesome yeah so if anyone has anything to add or suggest they can go to GitLab and do that so if you're watching make sure that you do so if you do have any concerns to voice Um, yeah I think that was a pretty solid uh, pretty solid interview though so I think we could probably cut it off here cool man all right. Well, thank you so much for being on. Um, I'm sure this is going to bring a ton of value to a lot of people, and I'm sure this will hopefully answer a lot of the questions that people had. And um, I will definitely be pushing this all over all of my networks.
1: Thanks, Scott. Have a great rest of the day, man.
0: You too, man. Cheers. <music>